Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. On a Tuesday night, we do welcome you in. It is Sports Open Line, a Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Got you for, well, here on Sports Open Line, I have you for about the next 40 minutes or so. We'll roll that right into pregame coverage of the Cardinals and Rockies tonight as the Cardinals look to even up the series at a game apiece. As uh, tonight, the pitching matchup, the Cardinals, uh, they'll have Miles Michaelis on the mound as he looks to win his first game of the year. Kyle Freeland is going to get the start for the Rockies. We've got a lot coming up here, uh, not just during this show, but also preview a little bit of what's coming up uh, during the Cardinals pregame show. On this show, we'll have Patrick Saunders from the Denver Post. He's going to join us in about 10 minutes. We'll talk about uh, the Rockies after after they come away with a win against the Cardinals uh, yesterday. And then I hope you join us for the pregame show. It's going to be a fun one today uh, as John Rooney and Ricky Horton, they're going to go uh, one-on-one with new Cardinals bench coach Joe McEwing. And I've got a conversation with uh, Jordan Walker's high school baseball coach. Uh, that's all going to be coming up uh, once we get into uh, Ameren Total Access from the Cardinals radio network. And then the Cardinals and the Rockies playing tonight. <sighs> I don't even know like what to say at this point that's different than what I've been saying on an everyday basis. I'm at a point now, I'll be totally honest with you. I'm always totally honest with you, but I'll be honest here. I just want the Cardinals to start winning some games so I don't have to deal with people who think that there's some serious issues with this club when we're basically two weeks into the season. I'll be the first person to tell you that they're not playing good baseball right now. That there's a lot of things that are not going well. Really, like Jordan Walker, that's working. Outside of Walker, not a lot else is is going well. And I think it's I think it's challenging for fans. Like yesterday's game specifically, I think it's challenging for fans, and rightfully so, to see the numbers that you got out of your starting pitching because the, the the starting pitching this year has not been especially good above a five ERA. And it looks a whole lot worse. If you get rid of Jordan Montgomery's seven scoreless innings that he threw on Saturday. And when, when Cardinals fans watch, listen, review a game like yesterday, 
where Steven Matz goes five and two-thirds innings and gives up six runs on nine hits, the last thing they want to hear after the game is that Matz pitched better than the line would indicate. And it's true, he did. I think if you were listening to Total Information AM and the the uh, reports that I leave for Tom Ackerman, I think those exact words came out of my mouth. Pitch better than the line would indicate. And it's not going to be the final time you hear those words come out of my mouth during the course of a 162-game season. But when the team is not winning games, when not a lot is going right for the team, the last thing that fans want to hear is that Matt's pitch better than the numbers would indicate last night. And that's what Oliver Marmel said. Marmel, when, when Marmel in the postgame yesterday was asked about Matt's performance, he went to the positive first and then kind of came back around with some of the mistakes that were made. Matt's gives up nine hits. He doesn't give up a lot of damage in terms of extra base hits. It was kind of a lot of dink and dunk singles. But at the end of the day, your line is your line. You're, the numbers are the numbers. And he gave up six runs on nine hits, and it just kind of goes along with the way this season has started for this team. I believe that this team is a lot better than what they have shown here in the first week and a half, two weeks of the season. But they haven't shown it yet. And at some point, they're going to have to. I At some point, we can't just sit here and say, well, it's early. These games, you know, everything's... If you, you know, I can sit here and tell you, hey, you know what? If they go through a week lull in May and June and July, we're talking about it, but we're not freaking out about it. But as that lull turns into a week and a half, two weeks, three weeks, a month, all of a sudden there's a little bit more substance behind what's going on. And the things that are being said right now that I might respectfully disagree with, it's going to be harder and harder and harder to disagree with those things the longer this moves forward. So I say all that just to say this team needs, they got to start finding some wins. The schedule makers have not been especially helpful to this team with who they're playing in the early going. Uh, The fact that they're playing, you know, the, the Rockies are the team that they've, the first team they've played that isn't very good. But they're playing these games in Denver, a tough place to play, and a play a place that historically there are some teams that just go into Colorado and for whatever reason they struggle. It's very different than other places in Major League Baseball, but the games still count the same. Like that's not an excuse. You can't say, "Oh, well these these games are played in Denver, so we can't worry about them." You get through them. You try to win as many as you can, and then I do think that we'll probably get a better feeling for who this team is uh, on this next homestand when they've got four games against Pittsburgh and three games against Arizona uh, teams that, as far as I'm concerned, the Cardinals are are certainly better than. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Also worth mentioning the fact that uh, the U.S. women's national team, they are in St. Louis. They are playing tonight uh, at City Park. This is really, really cool. These are the type of events 
that St. Louis will be bringing in uh, with City Park now in existence and to uh, see the U.S. women's national team uh, playing a friendly against Ireland today. Uh, And this is going to be the last match before uh, the Women's World Cup roster has to be selected. Women's World Cup is going to start uh, in July. We will take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by uh, Patrick Saunders from the Denver Post. We'll get his thoughts on a, a Rockies team that beat the Cardinals yesterday. We'll do that next. This is the Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A Great Bar Sports Open Line continues here on KMOX. Cardinals-Rockies game two of a three-game set this evening. Our pregame coverage from the Cardinals radio network is set to begin in about 25 minutes. Right now, we will head to uh, Denver, and we're very happy to uh, welcome onto the program someone who has covered the Rockies for a long time for the Denver Post. He is Patrick Saunders. You follow him on Twitter at DP. Patrick, always good to talk to you. Thanks for uh, coming on the program. How are you? I'm fine. My pleasure. So I feel this way about the Rockies almost every year. And I lived in, in Colorado for, for a number of years. I, at the beginning of every season, you, you look at the roster, you kind of squint at it. Uh, you listen to all the things that ownership is saying in the off season, And it feels like, okay, maybe this is the year where the team has a little bit of a breakthrough, but then they rarely do. Is this another one of those years that kind of feels that way? Yeah, this one, uh, feels that way times about 10. Seriously. I mean, it gets a little old. Um, You're exactly right. Um, It's just kind of a treadmill lately, right? I mean, they first years of Buddy Black's tenure with the Rockies in 17 and 18, uh, they made the playoffs. You know, of course, Nolan Arnauto was a huge part of that. And and they played so well. uh, And then it just kind of went downhill from there. And, you know, this team this year is just – kind of nondescript so far. So there is a frustration level in the fan base. I I don't think there's any question about that. It's an interesting fan base because I I think it's a great group of baseball fans, but at the same time, they're going to come out to Coors Field. They're going to enjoy the night. They're going to enjoy the view. They're going to enjoy the party deck. They're going to enjoy all the the non-baseball stuff in addition to hoping for good baseball. Is there less pressure on the Rockies to provide a winner because they have a a fan base that's going to come out for non-baseball reasons? I think that's that's completely fair and accurate. And there, you know, there's another uh, factor involved in that, and that is the Rockies in many ways are kind of a regional destination. I mean, I would venture to guess for tonight's game, uh, at least a third, maybe close to a half of the fans are going to be wearing Cardinal red. And you get Cubs fans here, you get Giants fans, you get uh, Dodgers fans. It's just there are so many transplants in the Colorado uh, Rocky Mountain area that come to the ballpark and root for you know their former hometown teams, and that makes up a big chunk of, of the fans who come here. And you're exactly right. I, you'd be hard-pressed to find on a summer night 
uh, a better venue than Coors Field because the weather's great. Uh, it's not humid. You don't have bugs. Uh, it's a party atmosphere. It's family friendly. All of those things, which is great. I love it. But I think sometimes it's at the expense of the quality of the product on the field because the franchise has been coasting by for many, many years. Buddy Black is a really good baseball man. He's he's just a good man overall. Uh, good manager. Do you are we at a point yet with him where there's got to be some frustration about the roster he's been given on a year in year out basis? I would say yes. Although publicly, Buddy's never going to admit that. He just re-upped uh, his contract to take him through 2024. Um, I know Buddy very well. Uh, he's very candid with me in the background, off the record. Um, and if he, yes, he gets frustrated, but Buddy's an interesting guy. He certainly he wants to win, and he's ultra competitive, or he wouldn't be here. But uh, I do think he likes the challenge. He likes working with uh, young pitchers, and I think that uh, that's one of the challenges of being here in Colorado. I've always wondered, guys, what it would be like if Bud Black had been able to manage the Padres during the current regime where they're willing to spend a lot of money because he was there in San Diego when they uh, they were really had a very cheap roster, didn't have much of a fan base, you know, and he did what he could. Um, I've always thought if he had gotten a chance to, to go for a more high-profile uh, better paid team, more talented team, I think he would be considered one of the game's better managers. We continue to be joined by Patrick Saunders, covers the Rockies for the Denver Post. Uh, it's a Rockies team that has not made it to the postseason since 2018. Haven't, they haven't been above 500 since 2018. They've got a handful of playoff appearances in their existence, but the West is different now with the money that you mentioned, the Padres, the Dodgers, uh, the Giants are a team that's, that they're going to spend money. They tend to make it to uh, to the playoffs on a, on a fairly often basis. Has the environment in the National League West changed in a way where the Rockies are that much more challenged to be able to do anything to put a product on the field that can result in them being a playoff team? No question. Uh, you, you just hit it right on the head. And, the other factor here, guys, and I'm sure you're well aware of this, I know it's very early, but the D-backs have a lot of good young talent, especially in that outfield. Uh, if the D-backs in Arizona can pitch a little bit, uh, I'm not, I don't think they can win the West, but they certainly could compete for a wild card. And that kind of leaves the Rockies as the odd man out. You know, it was interesting at a, uh, a breakfast back in January, owner Dick Monford was talking to a group of uh, baseball fans for a youth baseball breakfast. And, you know, he, first of all, he said, well, he thinks this team could be 500 this year, which went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> and then he was talking to the reporters afterwards, including myself. And he, he mentioned, yeah, that what the Padres are doing, spending all this money. Uh, yes, does put pressure on us, meaning the Rockies, but he also said, you know, I'm, I'm not sure I quite agree with what they're doing. And that caught a lot of wrath from fans who believe that uh, the Rockies should be more aggressive, more bold, not simply throw money at the problem, clearly, but at least change the course and the direction of the franchise. And, uh, you know, Dick Munford uh, takes a lot of heat. Um, and I think deservedly so, because 
people see this right now as a stagnant franchise. He is. He seems like a powerful owner just in the sense that he's on some committees. It feels like he's got the ear of Rob Manfred. How, how did that I mean? He's not this like well-established, long time. The, the Rockies are still a relatively young team in the history of Major League Baseball. I've always thought it's really interesting that a Dick Monfort has been able to put himself in this position where he's he really does have a lot of power that he wields across Major League Baseball. Yeah, I find it fascinating. And you're right. He he is he and Rob Manfred are actually pretty tight. And he was on the labor board. You know, with, he was one of the owners who had a big voice. You know, in the last CDA. Um, and and I think it's not so much – well, here, here's my theory on it, guys. My theory on it would be this. Uh, you may not like how Dick Monfort, the product necessarily he puts on the field year to year, but he's very good at building the things around his ball club. For instance, Coors Field and the party deck, which was his idea, uh, which was really a stroke of genius uh, in the right field at Coors. Uh, there's a place called McGregor Square right next to Coors Field, which uh, he essentially, he and his family essentially owns, which has become an entertainment venue. Um, he's got properties scattered throughout the city and throughout the West. So in terms of being a businessman, uh, I think there's a lot there that, that other owners uh, and Rob Manford admire. What I would say, you know, and I, I'm sure Dick knows that I've written this, what I would say is, you know what, that's fine and dandy, but hand the keys of the team over to somebody outside this organization, somebody who looks at it things differently, is more bold and more dynamic, and get out of the way and see if they can turn around the fortunes. That's what I would do. Last thing for you, a lot has continued to be made in St. Louis of the Nolan Arenado deal and how the Rockies are paying so much uh, of that Arenado uh, deal. How much does that still get brought up, say, in Denver, especially around these times when, when Arenado is playing against his farm, former team? Less and less. Uh, this time around, I actually had a nice conversation with Nolan yesterday before the game, and I think uh, it's not that big big deal now. Certainly it was when the trade went down and even last year. Uh, but I will say this, um, you know, people are still angry about the trade. And I don't think it's so much that the Rockies are paying part of a big chunk of his salary this year. It's just that uh, he was an entertaining player and, you know, he's going to end up in the hall of fame. I'm pretty sure. Um, and they really didn't get a whole lot back for him. And Nolan kind of became the, the symbol almost if you will, of what has happened to this team, because it's my it's been my opinion that back in '18 when they they almost won the division um, from the uh, uh, from the Dodgers, they went to Game 163. Uh, the pieces were in place for this team if they had made a few bold moves and if they had held on to DJ LeMahieu, this team could have had two, three more years of winning. And I'm not sure Nolan would have forced his way out. But they didn't. Nolan got unhappy, got crossways with the former GM. And the Nolan Arnauto trade right now uh, is really a sticking point with a lot of Rockies fans who at that point said, I'm done. And I know a lot of, personally, I know a lot of people who said, you know what, no more season tickets for me. And until the Rockies start winning again, I think that's going to be a problem. He is Patrick Saunders. has covered the Rockies for the Denver Post because it does a great job doing it. Patrick, thank you so much for the time. We look forward to talking to you again in the future.
Okay, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Very good. There's uh, Patrick Saunders joining us here on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. We're uh, less than 15 minutes away from our coverage of Cardinals baseball from the Cardinals Radio Network. Cardinals and Rockies game two of a three-game series. Got one more segment of Sports Open Line to get to before we wrap things up. Uh, we'll continue to look ahead to uh, this uh, this game tonight and what to maybe expect, especially for Miles Michaelis. That's coming up in just a moment as we continue on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Starting to wrap things up on this edition of the program. Just a few minutes left. We will uh, get out of here and get you ready for Cardinals baseball. Coverage from the Cardinals radio network will begin in less than 10 minutes at 645 Cardinals and Rockies tonight, Miles Michaelis against Kyle Freeland. My name is Matt Pauley, sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski here as well. And Matt, we have to mention, we would be remiss if we did not mention that you are working tonight and you are missing quite the ceremony and quite the honor for yourself. You informed me yesterday that you were selected for induction into the Rockwood Summit Journalism Hall of Fame. That's right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a a huge honor, really. That's how I got my start in radio. And there's a whole lot of people I'd like to thank. Um, Starts with my high school radio teacher, Clay Ziegler. He was uh, his idea. He got me interested in radio as a freshman in high school. Helped him get the uh, first FM license for a high school station. That's pretty rare for a high school radio station to have an FM license. Uh, and then continued radio throughout college. And now I'm here at KMOX doing Cardinals games. So here you are. I've got him to thank for that. So have you figured out how many other people are part of the Rockwood Summit Journalism Hall of Fame? I don't know off the top of my head, but I would imagine it's a highly exclusive group. Uh, I have not been selected for the Ladue High School Journalism Hall of Fame. Well, there's still time. I will always remember this. So one of my first ever journalism jobs, I covered high school sports for the Post-Dispatch. I'm in high school, and I'm covering high school sports for the Post-Dispatch. So I have bylines in the Post-Dispatch, and I have, like, photo credits and all kinds of things. And I remember one day I was so excited because I had, like, a color photo in the post dispatch of of you know of a picture that I had taken while covering a game, and I remember going to my journalism teacher at at high school and showing it to her. And I was not a great student in high school; was not a great student at all. So I've got I'm in high school. I've got a byline in the post dispatch, and I will forever remember my journalism teacher looking at me and going, "That's nice, but maybe you need to focus a little bit more on the student newspaper." That's terrible. Yeah. 
I know I couldn't. I could not believe it. So uh, I did not have a fantastic relationship with the uh, with the journalism teacher at Ladue High School. Well, perhaps if you had spent so, a little more time in the student newspaper, yeah, in the Hall may, of Fame. maybe I, I don't know if Ladue High School has a journalism Hall of Fame, but just based upon the fact that I and I will forever. I was so floored. I could not. I'm I'm 17, 18 years old. However old I am, and. How many 18-year-olds have a byline in the Post-Dispatch? And my stinking journalism teacher is talking about how I need to focus more on the student newspaper. I think your teacher might have been a little jealous. I don't that know. you were in the paper and I, that he I or could she not was believe teaching. It. I remember telling my parents that, that that night, and they just could not believe it either. By the, for the record, I had wonderful, wonderful teachers at Ladue who had huge positive impact on me. I had very few negative experiences, but that was one of them. And I just thought of it because I don't, yeah, I would not expect if there was, I'm pretty sure there's not a Ledoux Journalism Hall of Fame, but (laughs) if there was, I don't see myself uh, getting in that anytime in the near future. They should create one just to induct you. I don't think so. And then close it off so you're the only member. There you go. So Matt Pajeski, part of the Rockwood Summit High School Journalism Hall of Fame. Congratulations going out to him. He is missing the ceremony tonight because he's here working. Is somebody there in your uh, accepting on your behalf? My sister will be there. Oh, okay. That's so, good. Yeah, she'll so, accept the award. Did you write a big speech for her to give? No. Oh, no uh, you should have. I was only informed of this last night, so it's pretty last minute. All right. Fair enough. They just needed somebody. We got, we got a ceremony. We got to get somebody in there. It's the Cardinals. It's the Rockies tonight. Miles Michaelis on the mound for the Cardinals. 0-1, 9.64 ERA. Kyle Freeland, a left-hander, going for the Rockies tonight. 2-0 with a 0 ERA. Don't go anywhere. Amber total access from the Cardinals Radio Network starts in five minutes right here on KMOX. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Lights. <laughs>